Good day everyone, you're listening to Time For Your Hobby, and this is episode 4, U-Pop, I-Pop, no, it's K-Pop. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Stephanie as my guest on this podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good, <laughs> good. So for the rest of the show, we're not having a second person coming on the show, we're just going to go call her Steph, correct? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, to make it short, you know, we don't want too long of a podcast. <laughs> uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Stephanie. I've grown up in Ottawa my whole life. Uh, went to U Ottawa for psychology and criminology. Um, I guess I have a bunch of hobbies. <laughs> hey, tell present it to the world so they want you to come back for the next show. Heck, <laughs> I don't care if they want you to come back. You're coming back anyways. Uh-huh. Whether they like it or not. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, man. What, what are all my hobbies? <clears throat> Cooking. Mm, K-pop today we're gonna be talking about mm, photography, drawing, <laughs> all great topics. That we'll, no, we're gonna get you back on the show for all of those. <laughs> okay. Make this series so long that people will have thousands of hobbies by the time yeah. they, by the time they're done listening to this podcast. I'll be like the hobby ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> Your website will just be pick a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> all right, perfect. So today we are talking about. K-pop. Yes, K-pop. <laughs> and uh, what about it? It's just, what is K-pop for people who don't know what it is? Oh, uh, pretty simple. Korean pop music. There you go. <clears throat> Straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there a preferable genre of K-pop music you like to listen to? Um, I think it depends. Uh, I'm a big fan of like ballads and vocal tracks. So I like hearing, you know, good singers sing. Mm -hmm. But I'll also really like uh, like those dancey, you know, like uh, what's the word? Stereotypical K-pop songs, like the the dance routines and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you try to do some of the dances? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you're probably a lot better than me that, at doing the dances. No, your wife is better than me. Yeah. So for those who don't know, probably nobody. Uh, my wife is Korean, so that's where I get my k-pop fix when she does provide it yeah that's where alex gets his uh bts fix yes oh so much bts <laughs> she, uh, yeah she's like oh but, yeah this is this but he person loves it. <laughs> i love it because i love my wife <laughs> exactly <laughs> i have to do it um so when did you actually get interested in k-pop or let's say korean music for this mm -hmm. um it was a while ago um i think it was like when i first started going to university which I don't really know how long ago that was now. 2009? I don't even remember when I graduated. That's really High school? bad. No, like graduated university. For me, it was 2015. You were, Was it a year before? I, so I graduated earlier than you. We're, we're getting older. And yeah. <laughs> old age is having an impact. So yeah. it was in university yeah. that you beginning of university, was it somebody that introduced you to K-pop? Or it was just uh, like playing in the hallways one day and you're like... This is good study music. I got I to gotta use this. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends introduced me to a Wonder Girls song. Uh, Wonder Girls, tell me if anybody was curious. Um, and it was, you know, your typical run of the mill, like girl, girl, uh, girl group song. Very catchy. And the dance was really cute. Um, and for some reason, that just got me hooked. Uh, I started, uh, you know, like researching on the Internet, mm -hmm. all these different groups and YouTube was a was a helpful way to like mm -hmm. find new music and then i discovered uh, the group big bang 
and and I was hooked. <laughs> Okay, so all these have interesting English names, right? Big Bang, yeah, uh, Wonder Girl, Wonder Girl, Twenty One, yeah, Twenty One, Girls Generation, Super Junior. They're all like interesting English names. <laughs> and also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in these uh, in K-pop or Korean music, or especially sorry, K-pop, they use a lot of English language as well in the songs, right? Yeah, I think lately, Lyrics. lately they do. Yeah, but that's I. You can correct me if I'm wrong again. I'm kind of stealing the interview, but uh, is it to try to influence Korean music to come over to the West? I don't know. I I feel like it's cool to have English in it. <laughs> yeah, because when like when I listen to it, I'm like, oh yeah, Korean, Korean. Oh, I know that word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's how I can sing along. <laughs> so when you did first learn about K-pop and you went on the internet and searched about it, did you have like a one night where you just massively just searched up everything and had like a thousand tabs at the top? Oh. I don't remember, but it must have been like that. <laughs> so, okay, based off of that, what was your favorite groups when you first started listening to Korean music? Uh, that is kind of hard to remember, but I know a Big Bang. Mm. Um, oh, man, so many old groups that aren't active now. Really? Like 4-Minute, uh, Girls' Generation. They're, they're, they're not really active anymore? Um, it's, it's kind of complicated. Like, I think they've kind of disbanded. Well broken up i don't oh. know okay <laughs> it's not i don't know if it's official but one of the members left and it was kind of messy and then it's so drama and then three or two others left the company and i don't know <laughs> so you're all about the music i get uh, yeah, it i get yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so on a personal level what does k-pop or korean music mean to you um let me think about that one. I think there's something about the Korean language that is very poetic. Mm. Like the way they they describe something. For example, like if I'm like walking down the street with my son and, you know, it's autumn and the leaves start falling, uh, I would say like, look, son, uh, it's autumn and that means the fall is here. That means winter is coming. But maybe if I spoke Korean, I would uh, I would say it like, "Look, son, uh, the autumn season is here. It is the time for change. It is you know." <laughs> it's a deep conversation. <laughs> wow. So it's very it's, poetic. It's it's how I interpret what the Korean language is like. But I don't know. I don't speak it, and I don't understand it. <laughs> did you learn any Korean words, or did your uh, vo vocabulary stay roughly the same? Roughly before? the same. Like I know like some some words from songs because you know songs will talk about love and. Mm -hmm friendship or something like that so i'll know like some of the words i don't know if sentences though yeah i learned my korean from my wife she, uh, one she likes to say a lot is pavo stupid exactly <laughs> stupid uh and now i almost forgot the word kiss because i say popo, popo. yeah popo to my wife so much <laughs> that i tend to forget it. it's just instinct that i say popo <laughs> oh man um okay next question uh how did K-pop, did I already ask that, turn you into the person who you are today? Uh, no, you didn't ask Okay, that. perfect. Sorry, not to double check. <laughs> um, I think it's influenced me creatively or how, how do you say mentally? Like, uh, you know, there's some songs that I've looked up the lyrics to um, and like the, the meaning of the lyrics and the melody will have like a special meaning to me. It'll help me get through you know tough times or something uh but i guess 
that comes with any music that you listen to if it's your hobby right doesn't necessarily have to be uh k-pop or korean yeah <laughs> did it teach you more about korea and or oh yeah k-pop was kind of like the gateway drug that got me interested <laughs> in like korean culture in general because from k-pop um you know i got interested in uh, these groups and from these groups i recognized individuals so i was able to uh point out you know uh celebrities that i liked and then uh maybe they would be in a drama mm. and i'll watch that drama they'll be in like a variety show i'll watch that and now i'm just like it's it, there's no there's no going back for me now <laughs> okay so you're in you're that's that's yeah. it that's your thing um and so I did ask you who was your favorite K-pop group when you started learning. But nowadays, what's not just K-pop, but there's also Korean music, which I neglected. Yeah. What is your favorite music uh, group from Korea or single artists mm -hmm. from Korea? Um, I really like Jay Park when he sings. <laughs> okay. Um, there's an artist called Crush that I like. Um, I like his voice. <laughs> He's so dreamy. <laughs> Oh, who else? It's so funny. Uh, you know, like when you like go to the the record store and you go like with a purpose and you're like, I'm going to buy these like CDs or something. You go in and you're like, huh? Who do I like? Who? who what did I want to buy? It's kind of like <laughs> what I'm feeling right now. It's like when you open like, the fridge and you say, I don't wh know what else. What are the bands that you like, Stephanie? Uh... <laughs> Oh, I'm just, I'm putting you on the spot. Okay, so instead of the band, uh, stepping away a little bit from K-pop, you said there's more underground music you like as well, right? Uh -huh. uh, so who from the underground world that is not as exposed as K-pop, that you don't have to say your top 50 favorite, just <laughs> one person that you are there's currently enjoying? an artist. I forget if it's an artist or a group of artists. I'm kind of fuzzy on it, but they or... He is called Off On Off. Off On. Wait, yeah. wait. Off On Off On or? Off On Off, I believe is off what they're called. Off On Off. Okay, gotcha. <coughs> Excuse me. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah, so they, they do kind of like very chill, very like R&B sounding uh, music. Uh, and if it is one person, then he has a very good singing voice. <laughs> okay, so they kind of have the flow melody of Western music from the early 2000s, late 90s kind of style? Uh, oh man, I don't know how to describe it. Not just that, but the the music genre, because I see the style in Korean, well, especially K-pop, and I kind of prefer that than, I know I'm getting, I might get judged, but from the music today. Oh yeah? And Well, I, when I say the music today, I mean the music here. Like the on the radio or oh, whatever. I, I'm old. I listen to the news. And of course, <laughs> I listen to podcasts like time for your hobby. <laughs> Just have to shout that out right there. <laughs> like time for your hobby. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you listen to older generations of Korean music or just like recent K-pop? I know you listen to some of it, but. Yeah, uh, I guess the only old stuff I listened to was the the stuff that I was listening to when I got into it. So mm. that would be like five or six years old. I tend to listen to a lot more new new things because I'm all, I'm always like discovering mm -hmm. stuff that I like, and I'm always listening to something new. Mm, yeah. Now I know you and my wife are to, <laughs> always talking about BTS and their new <laughs> album release and the concerts. They're coming out with a new album, right? Mm -hmm. And you excited for that one? Yeah. Because from what I hear, their album 
like from one album to another, it's a continuous story. Yes, that's one of the reasons why we like them so much. So where are they at right now in the story? So this new album coming out is going to be the ending story, I think, of, uh, of the saga. It's called Love Yourself Answer. <laughs> so, so you're saying they might die in the... No. No, no, well, not in real life. I mean, like, it's in the, the album. This is the ending of the story. I don't know what's going to happen. But they've been pretty consistent. And mm-hmm. you know what? I can't, I, You know what? I was the one who introduced BTS to my wife. What? I thought it was me. No, I introduced her. Um, what's that song? The one that goes... Where they're all in different outfits and they all have different careers. Oh, really? Yeah. And the dance. I think it's dope. Dope. That's I'm not it. Sure, yeah. yeah. I just listened to it. And I'm it's like, the, oh. the saxophone. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That one. And I introduced it to her and she's like, oh, this is good. And oh. I didn't think much of it. And then you and her just clicked oh. on it. Oh, <laughs> see, I thought I was the one all along. Because I, I remember. You could take the credits. No, 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 no. no. You take it by all means. <laughs> Actually, I kind of rub it in when I'm with her. I'm yeah. like, I introduced you to this. Yeah. But now that's all I You're hear about. welcome. <laughs> that's all I hear about. I don't hear much about other k-pop stars from her just a lot about bts and i don't mind i like their music it's good Mm -hmm. um so has listening to k-pop expand your mind on the music industry in korea because i i hear it's different in korea than it is in the west yeah because like in the west it sounds like if you know you're talented enough and dedicated enough you can find your way to uh success um oh but like disclaimer like i I don't know much about you know korean culture (laughs) just disclaimer out there (laughs) (laughs) but uh from what i do know it's like um if you want to be uh like an idol singer or like a singer of that that sort Mm -hmm. you audition and you try to become a trainee in in certain agencies and there's like certain agencies that are more popular than than others Mm mm-hmm um, so you spend uh, most of your maybe adolescent life training because they tr- they tend they start to young. yeah they they start them really young. There's some trainees that are like thirteen, really? something wow. yeah something crazy like that. Um, so they start you young. You train every day. You train for like singing, dancing, um, and maybe you train for like Japanese and English. I'm not sure because they sense. want you to be like you know international. And then one day, maybe you'll debut in a group. <laughs> Me, myself? There's... Oh, no. I mean, like, oh, it's too late. And... <laughs> you can do it, Alex. Yeah, yeah. They, they need a token brown, bald guy on the, <laughs> to be part of the K-pop group. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that they do English, sometimes Chinese, Japanese, right? Yeah. And so and if I'm right, not all the members are Korean, right? In the group? Yeah, lately, there's been a bunch of groups that have been uh, sort of mixed. Like, oh, okay. um there's one very new group who just de- debuted i want to say like a couple months ago they're called idol but there's a g in in front of the name so i don't quite know idol? To, yeah job g, g idol g idol i'm not sure I, i'm probably butchering it i actually don't know how don't to worry, pronounce I make it their name <laughs> but um they debuted from a well-known agency called cube entertainment and they have people from Korea, uh, Thailand, China, somewhere else. I think that's it. Okay. So would you go as far to go to, let's say, Korea or China or Japan to watch one of their concerts? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's nodding her head for people who yeah. can't see through their headphones. She is nodding her head. I would uh, love to see like like Big Bang Live. I had they 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 came to Toronto like a couple of years ago, and I'm gutted that I didn't go. I wasn't paying like attention to anything, mm. and the the way that I found out that they came to Toronto was like on Facebook. Some of my friends went there, and they were posting videos from the concert. And I was like, no. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. I it. Yeah, I love Big Bang. If no. they if they do, oh, sorry, I'm like kicking Knock stuff here. around. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Let me move this. See if I can. Good. There, a little interruption. Sorry about that. We just have to fix the wire. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties. Yes. <laughs> but now we're all good. Yes, we are all good. <laughs> so yeah, you're saying that you're not hitting yourself, but you're like, ah, oh, I wasn't able to go yes, to the show. Yes, yes. Because like Big Bang was uh, the group that got me into K-pop and like mm-hmm. Korean music in general, and like I love so, like I I love each of the members so much for different reasons. Uh and they were so close. I could have seen them perform, and I think I think they might uh, cease to be Big Bang soon. Really? Because they're getting old. And wait, what's old though? I don't know. <laughs> Mm, I actually don't know how old they are, but maybe they're reaching their 30s. I'm not oh, okay. Sure. So thir- 30 would be old in the yeah. music industry. I know it's old in sports. Yeah. But uh, wow. Because in, here in the West, some artists go on until they're 70 or 80. Yeah, but there are singers like, uh, there are singers that are older. Oh, and okay. Popular. Okay. So it's probably the same there. Well, but maybe good. for something like K pop, they, they like younger, younger people. Mm that young okay. blood that young blood <laughs> but back to k-pop do you have like a different playlist for different activities you do in your house so <laughs> yeah. like one for i don't know brushing your teeth one for putting <laughs> on your socks i'm exaggerating but yeah 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 i have a bunch on youtube uh i have a favorites of like current favorite songs that i like to listen to i have a a playlist of a bunch of piano ballads oh, okay of uh k-pop songs I recently discovered which is really really cool uh what else oh yeah i have i have a playlist of um songs i like to sing along to because i'm trying to teach myself how to sing sing or speak korean (laughs) (laughs) the best way to learn is to sing actually you know what it is you learn new things from songs because they're catchy and get stuck in your Mm -hmm, head mm -hmm. so could you sing Uh, for us no I just I, I, I had to try. You I can really... tell one is going way better than the other. Can you guess which one? <laughs> the singing. Oh, yeah. Because you did say you didn't learn much from Korean language. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day we'll get her to sing on the show. Oh, no. Okay, off, off. Here, the mic. We'll get your mi- wife to sing before we get me to okay, sing. Okay, you know what? Here, I'll turn off the mics. Okay, now, now you can, yeah, oh, now okay. you can sing. Oh, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Let me just warm up. Yeah, I just tapped the table. <laughs> Uh, are there Alex any- is so silly. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> episode two, I had to make it as interesting as episode one. Um, are there any misconceptions for people yes. who listen to <laughs> K-pop or want to take up K-pop but are scared that they're going to get judged for listening to K-pop or not just K-pop, once again, sorry, Korean music or mm. anything like that? Yeah, I think like the main stereotype about K-pop fans is that they're crazy super fans mm. that you see. Because, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, when BTS came to the U.S., that's kind of all you see during their interview. If, like, there's fans in the audience, they're screaming. Uh... <laughs> and it goes from any ages, right? 
from like young into old. But think about it. That happens to any music celebrity, such yeah. as Michael Jackson had mm-hmm. crazy fans. Madonna, um, Justin Bieber. I not hating this... on the crazy fans, by the way. No, no, absolutely not. Y'all absolutely are great. <laughs> I remember this one time I was working on a boat. I was a captain and I had a group of kids who came on and I gave the tour. And after I went up and asked if you have any questions and this one girl is probably 13 or so. She's like, do you like Justin Bieber? And I said, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. N- not my type. And she became physically angry that I did not like Justin oh, Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> and it really threw me off. Yeah. There are some people who get like... Defensive. physically angry if you don't know about you know their favorite group or their favorite artist mm-hmm. and i did not mean to offend her in any yeah, way you just didn't know <laughs> yeah oh man yeah i feel like there's the stereotype that uh people who like k-pop are like that we're not all like that <laughs> yeah and that applies for everything yeah um so would you consider yourself a true k-pop not fan but like you have a good amount of knowledge once again not just k-pop but korean music that you can be confident to have a conversation with another s- person who is experienced in the same knowledge like go toe to toe maybe for example i would not be the best person to have uh like we can have like a surface conversation about k-pop so we, we can show to the listeners so they know more about it but if we're talking about a specific artist such as g dragon d dragon G Dragon. G Dragon, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like G Dragon, uh, his past history or hey, oh, like his yeah. ambitions and stuff like that. Yeah. On a I, scale of one to 10, I'm going to put myself at a strong eight. 7.5 to an eight. I will put myself <laughs> at a negative one for getting his <laughs> his name wrong. So I'm still learning. I, I am very open to all types of music since I'm a producer. So, mm-hmm. and I'd love to have you on the show again to talk about more K pop or mm-hmm. more different types of music. Mm-hmm. And, Expand well, my mind. Speaking of G-Dragon. Well, oh yeah. Ooh. I was going to be like, oh, did Gia ever show you this? But uh, probably not because she's all about the BTS. No, she showed me other things. Oh, really? What did she show you? It what do you ca- know? What do you know, names? Alex? Yeah, names. <laughs> um, there's, I guess it's a girl who is older. When I say older, she must be in her 30s. I know that's older in the music industry. Uh-huh. Uh, she's a solo artist. She has very high vocal ranges. Is it IU? It could be. She was singing a song. Wait, she's not 30. I have no idea. But it's <laughs> one of those girls that I, I was impressed. Um, but it was like an opera singer. Ooh. But. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, no. Uh, I'm still. Learning. I don't know who that could be, but I don't. You know what, no, after the show, we'll go ask yeah. Gia and then she'll tell us. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, mentioning G-Dragon, I was like, yeah, oh, sorry. I wonder I wonder if Gia showed you this. He's, okay, so he's he's in Big Bang and mm-hmm. uh, he's known as like uh, the rapper. And I think that's mainly like what he's kind of like uh, created mm-hmm. from being in, in that group. Um, but he came out with a solo album, I believe. Kind of recently, not really. I don't know how long ago. A uh, Co- couple times ago. A couple times ago. And uh, surprised everyone with a ballad on it. And it was really good from a rapper. I just wanted to have a little tidbit there. Oh, that's great. I love the tidbits. It, <laughs> yeah. 
it actually shows a different light from an artist saying mm-hmm. they're not just tied down to one genre and that's the thing about K- uh, what's cool about k-pop is that they can touch different genres mm-hmm. and do it really yeah, well that's one of the things i like um there's this there's this thing called like a uh, concepts oh okay wait so first there's this thing called comebacks and that's how they refer to um when they resume like musical activities again mm-hmm. sort of like a like for like, example like like what adele did where she did a comeback? Uh, no, not not like that kind of comeback. They don't use it in that in that sense. So, like for example, like okay, Britney Spears debuts with uh, "Baby One More Time," mm-hmm. and then she has uh, a comeback with the the next single, which was. <laughs> Oops! I did it again. Oops! I did it again. Yeah, and then she has another comeback with "Crazy," and then she has another comeback with. So it just means like number one hits kind of style. No, or? like basically like the next thing they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm sure people will look it up. Yeah. Uh, K-pop comebacks and yeah. they'll figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, so there's that. Um, and there's this thing like for each comeback, they uh, they do a different concept. So like a different style of maybe like dressing themselves or makeup or um, they, they do a lot of like... Um, concept photos as like a teaser before you know the album or before the single and it's just really cool because they're building you know like the album or the song up with like a trailer for a movie yeah all this stuff and that's pretty cool they've created this whole concept around it which is so cool and it's it's nothing i've seen in you know western media uh media i guess and this is another reason why you like, and it's actually uh, engaging. I can see mm-hmm. how it's becoming a hobby or it is a hobby for you. Mm-hmm. It's not just new artist comes out with a song and then, okay, you listen to it, does some concerts. There's more to it. And apparently you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the artists are also very engaging with society and people like BTS, for example, right? They, they like so. to engage with the young and... The oh audience. yeah yeah like uh get in touch with their fans and stuff yeah there's this thing called v live v live yeah it's like a live streaming platform i guess okay and there's a lot of um artists uh on it and you know they'll just do a like uh, a v live you know after a concert for example or like after a number one hit or something okay to just like say hello to the fans thank them or something or just like mm-hmm. check in uh that's really cool that and, and bts cool. does does a lot of that which is nice and they're <laughs> good at connecting with the people yeah and now for those who are not interested in k-pop and making fun of the korean artists or other people speaking having trouble speaking english for me example right now <laughs> think about it they're learning a second language and it's not their first language for those who only speak one language and making fun of them give a little credit that's you're they're doing a second language and they're making a song in their say in a second language mm-hmm. not a lot of artists do that if you think about the west how many artists do bilingual songs or even trilingual songs yeah it's almost impossible that never happens i tried it i was not good shakira does it but yeah. jennifer lopez does it yeah a lot yeah. of like latin and uh, yeah. south american countries do it but not much in the united states i'm sorry for my people who are my people um, yeah you know what you guys are my people and whoever's mm-hmm. listening to this you are my people the, my people who are listening from the united states um, maybe some of you are bilingual so i do encourage you to try k-pop because there's it's you can correct me if i'm wrong steph it's a beautiful combination of 
music, video, and choreography. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, music video? The one that you're like, ooh, it gave you chills. (laughs) And you have to watch it 10 times in a row. I know I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. The first one that came to mind was BTS Not Today. Did Gia show show that to you? She walks around the house saying, nah, not today. (laughs) But do you know the music video? It goes, they're in like in a garage and starts off. And then they and go, it's like a bunch of people dancing. In and sync. they're like in black yeah. like outfit and they're running in the desert and they yeah, yeah, die yeah. or okay, something like that. You've seen the music video. <laughs> yeah, I love that music video. I just I, I love watching them dance in the in the huge group. And then mm-hmm. there's a part uh, like after the last chorus, I think. Um where they're they're dancing to it and they're singing they're they're like do 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 and then you can hear like their footsteps. their footsteps oh it's so cool yeah <laughs> so speaking about that do you like sometimes like get up and just start dancing with them <laughs> have you memorized any of the choreographies uh, the full choreography or no 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 I wish I could that'd be so fun to dance along. <laughs> Oh, man. Now you got me intrigued in learning a little bit more about K-pop. <laughs> and I'm sure my wife will be a lot more happy to tell me all about it. And she'll show me <laughs> a lot of videos. She's going to be psyched about all this BTS talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, do you have any advice for people who might be interested in starting K-pop? I don't know if I already asked that. I Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask that. Yeah, whoever is interested in starting up K-pop or hesitant about it. Don't be hesitant. Just just go search whatever you want. Listen to whatever you want. Uh, don't close yourself off to maybe like a group that's new or a genre that you think you don't like. Because you never know. You never know like what artists you're going to discover, what new album is going to be your favorite. Because uh, for me, for example, like I really like ballads. I really like uh, uh, slow songs and I really mm-hmm. like listening to good singers sing. Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, and I thought I closed myself off to stuff like rap. But, you know, stuff like Big Bang ca- came along. BT- BTS came along. And uh, I really like some of the rap tracks on uh, BTS albums. Yeah. And once again, the songs, they do have some English lyrics in them for people who are hesitant on listening just to a full Korean song. And try listening to, uh, or try like reading the translated lyrics. Oh, yeah. They're really good. They're yeah, subtitles. super poetic. They come, they come in handy. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, no, it's all good. No. all over your mic. Ah, that's why I have the pop filter. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, even for me, when I'm watching an English movie, I still have subtitles on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just so used to subtitles. Yo, what is it about movies nowadays? People just keep mumbling in them. I don't get it. They got influ- influence from the rappers, <sighs> the the Western that, rappers, the the, uh, the mumble, mumble rappers. Rap- <laughs> Those are no, your favorite, aren't they? I have strong opinions about them, but <laughs> if anybody is into mumble rap as a music genre, by all means, you can come on the show and talk about it as your hobby, if it is, or if you are a, a rapper. I'm not going to say just a mumble rapper, but if you are a rapper and that's your hobby as well. You can come and talk about it on the show. We're sending it out right now. If you're a mumble yeah. rapper, Alex would love to talk to you for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I am not judging. There's no judgment. All hobbies are welcome. Just for me as a producer, I have my own standards and my own styles of recording. So to each their own, right? 
um so yeah this is pretty much episode two of the podcast it felt short or long i don't know it went by so fast it's already been 32 minutes or actually 33 minutes no no we can make it to 45 we can make it to you want a 45 yeah i want to beat josh (laughs) so josh is her (laughs) husband and he was on episode one and she wants to annihilate. Okay, you know what? Let's keep going. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so about K-pop. Um, wasn't there recently an event, because my wife was talking about it, that they were coming to town? Or there was an, a BTS or something like that? Or there's a group coming recently, a concert that you two wanted to go to? <laughs> they're, uh, they're doing a world tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, when are they doing? I think they're doing it in the fall for the current album, not the new album coming out. And uh, we found out that they were coming to Hamilton, which was like super close. It's, it's, <laughs> next, it's next door. Yeah, but the tickets were insane. And yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Kudos it, to whoever got those tickets. Yeah, they're going to have a great time. Very Jealous. expensive. <laughs> just, just take a video of it and then send it to Time for Hobby. Actually, don't do that. No, no. There's going to be way too many videos of. Don't worry, we'll see all the videos on YouTube anyway. Yeah, yeah. And of course, if you do have any questions uh, for Steph or for myself, you can always send it in. Or if you even have a recommendation for a group or an artist Steph should listen to or she might be interested. Yeah, Steph would appreciate that. Steph would appreciate that, yeah. (laughs) Steph is always looking for new things to listen to. Yeah, and uh, once again, we're going to try to keep this going because not just... Ooh, I have some YouTube channel recommendations. Ooh, there you go. Once again, the objective is to beat Josh's podcast. What are we at now? We're currently at 34 minutes. But yes, YouTube recommendations. Yes. Uh, So as I mentioned, uh, there's um, piano piano covers of K-pop songs. There's a really great channel called Do Piano, D-O-O Piano. Um, And that person uh, whips out... um, uh, a guitar? No, <laughs> whips out <laughs> covers piano. like really, really fast. Like a new single will come out, and then the day after, they'll already have a cover up. They're so oh, good, wow. yeah. And and the covers are really nice. It's nice to have as like background music because it's like a melody that you already know if you listen to the the songs already. Mm-hmm. But it's in a different form because like he'll do or she. I don't know if they're he or she. They'll um they'll do covers of uh, like dance songs they did a cover of not today uh they do a lot of bts covers actually um and they do twice covers and that's all i can think of but they're really good so Uh, i i should have asked this question at the beginning but what does korean music offer that western music doesn't necessarily offer to you as a person emotionally and personality or just generally what what's the difference that makes it special to you yeah because uh, before I, I got into K-pop, I was really into sort of like indie rock. Okay. I liked bands like The Strokes, Phoenix. Um, I liked Sam Roberts, sort of that genre. I don't, I don't know. I guess they're all different genres. But what is it about Korean music that... Because you don't understand the language, but yeah. there's still something there. Yeah. That makes you want to listen to it, yeah. even though you don't understand the language. So it has to have a strong connection. You know what? I'd like to know that too. I can't <laughs> put my finger on it, but there's something about it that keeps me there. I don't know. It's like the melodies or just um, certain uh, emotions that the artists convey. Mm-hmm. 
that are meaningful to me? I really have no idea. It could be like the lyrics, but I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty lazy. I, I don't, uh, I don't uh, read a lot of the translations most of the time. So I'm, I'm going by ear of mm-hmm. like what the song sounds like it, it should mean. I think I might have figured it out. What is it? So think about it this way. Um, I used to listen to Moonlight Sonata mm-hmm. to study because there's no lyrics. So I wasn't necessarily focusing on the words. It's just the melody going through. So the same with K-pop. Since you don't necessarily understand all the words, your brain isn't actively, uh, your brain isn't trying to decode and understand every word, just enjoying the music as is. Yeah. And you're just going through it and experiencing the music as a whole. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to go into more details, you look at the lyrics Mm -hmm. afterwards and then Mm -hmm. you get that connection like, oh, I can feel like how he said it, the tone. You're like, oh, that's what that means. Ah, it's even better. (laughs) It's interesting. It goes back to the concept that not all language is verbal in the sense that some of it is just tone of voice or Mm -hmm. for the videos could be just the body language of the dancing. So Mm -hmm. I do get the appeal of k-pop music and mm-hmm. they i actually think they perfected the mainstream media to present it to the world mm, what do you mean i mean uh that uh they utilize the internet so well oh yeah <laughs> like they know how to use it because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right before k-pop was big there was j-pop which, which is japanese pop yeah but it didn't really come at a time where the internet was st- the internet was starting to grow so it didn't mm-hmm. really have as much impact for example the biggest song to well not the biggest song but one big song that did introduce k-pop to the west was size mm-hmm, gundam style mm-hmm. and that just went over i think what two billion now i don't know i don't keep i have no idea but really the idea popular. that not just Psy, but that the was whole... really cool if you don't mind my interrupting no no by all means i remember uh i remember working and uh we'd have the radio on and then they would play Psy gun Gangnam style. Gangnam style. Yeah, Gangnam oh, I can't style. say it correctly. Either. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but yeah, they would play it, and I would, you know, be bopping along to it because I knew it, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is K-pop, and it's playing at my work. Really cool." And if I'm not wrong, they were on the billboards, or BTS was on the top ten billboards, or what? they were. Yeah, for this this album, maybe for the last album too. I'm not sure. Which is big because it's mm-hmm. uh, an American billboard, and to have someone from well not someone but a group from south korea mm-hmm. making it on there was huge and it just introduced mm-hmm. them to or expand their uh base around the world mm-hmm. um where would you say would be the biggest fans would it be in canada because my wife says south america is huge i hear that too also from your wife <laughs> <laughs> my wife has all the answers she's mm-hmm. always right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um okay so here's a question for you if you had the chance to only, I know it's a really cliche question, but if you had the chance to meet one K-pop star, who would it be? And what would you, if they could understand what you're saying and you understand what they're saying, <gasps> what would you want to talk about? <laughs> Can they be alive or dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This Absolutely. podcast is going to take a morbid turn. Okay, let's go with one alive and one who is okay. no longer with us. Okay, uh, we'll start with the happy one. One there alive. Hmm. Maybe Jay Park. I'm a big fan of Jay Park. Because then I, 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 I'd be able to speak with him in English. Okay. Nice. And is there anything you would want to ask him or share uh, with him? Nah, I just want to tell him that I think what he's doing is really cool. 
Oh, and that his, you're secretly in love with him. His his rapping is great, but I love it when he sings, and he should sing more. <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now to turn a little bit to the dark side. Um, yeah, the morbid. Yeah. Yeah. the re- The reason I ask it is, uh, there's a uh, an artist that I love, but they have sadly passed away recently, or just. Yeah. Oh. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it was a very sad thing in the K-pop community because he was part of a a big group called Shiny. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Gia, my wife, talked about it too. Mm -hmm. It was pretty sad. So would he go over Jay, what was it? Oh, Jay Park? Jay Park, sorry, yes. Jay Park? Oh, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, and why why him? Only because um, uh, a lot of his music was meaningful to me um i listened to uh a lot of his like slower songs uh you know during hard times and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh the lyrics really spoke to me and um i have a special place in my heart for uh mental illness and Mm -hmm. stuff doing with depression this is really taking a wonderful turn <laughs> no no it's the idea of just showing what this does to you and mm-hmm. how this hobby has yeah. helped you and cope I, with the world yeah. and how crazy it is right now mm-hmm. i i get it i i suspect that he uh was dealing with those sort of demons um yeah he unfortunately decided to take his own life that's how he passed away and if i did have the opportunity to uh to you know talk to him or meet him I would say that uh, his music touched a lot of people um, and he really contributed to the world. Like he, he did a good job and uh, his message was not lost. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll take his place. Sp- um, yeah. You'll take his space or space place <laughs> and make your own tribute song to him. Like I could sing it. <laughs> you said you're going to remember here. Let me turn off the mic again. Beep, beep, beep. Okay. But actually, I had another question. <laughs> um, do you listen to any amateur Ooh. K-pop? Let's say people who, not necessarily just from Korea, but people oh, yeah. who are that's from the, was, the West or the South, the North, or from wherever. When you when you mentioned amateur, I thought about uh, some of like the more indie, like underground mm-hmm. music. And there was one YouTube channel that I wanted to recommend, but I forgot the name of it. But I can search it on my phone. Yeah, absolutely. And it's then it- um, it's a person who is also like uh, a, a fan of Korean music, and they like um, underground sort of like indie acts. Um, and they make their own playlists. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me with um. Uh, a bunch of like chill R&B sounding music. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay. But let's see. So I have a lot on my plate to just search up tonight and for yeah, pretty much the rest do. of my life to learn more about <laughs> K-pop. Uh, I know I know, my wife's going to tell me all about it. And when she listens to this, she's going to say, oh my God, Alex, why'd you say this? Why'd you ask that question? You should have asked this. you're so stupid. Exactly. She's going <laughs> to definitely say that. So wait, did you find oh, yeah. the website? Yeah. Or the They're website? called Dandelions Music. Dandelions Music. Yeah. Really cool channel. So what's their style? Um, I don't know. Well, th- <laughs> I think they're, I think they're a person and they just like make a bunch of playlists from, oh, okay. from, from groups. Okay. So speaking about playlists, I'm guessing, do you have a good playlist of K-pop that you listen to? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like how many songs do you have on this? I think place? there's like twenty seven. Okay, so you you're very selective when you're it comes to choosing your yeah. K-pop songs. But, oh, that's but good. I'm also I'm also one of those people that like if I like a song, I'm just gonna play that one song on loop, and it drives mm-hmm. Josh insane. <laughs> yeah, I do that too. <laughs> do you like to do that too? I do that all the time. It drives <laughs> Gia insane, but she does it as well. And there you go. <laughs> and she dances along. You should see, have you ever seen her dance? Kind to, of to K-pop songs. Oh yeah, she was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She told me about that one time you guys were at the Korean grocery store and then they pay, they played uh, Fake Love. Mm-hmm. She was like, Fake Love. <laughs> and I'm just, Arms nope, flailing. I'm just going to get the stuff I, I need. I don't know this lady. <laughs> and she would follow me like, Fake Love. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, if there's any other thing we, sh- do you have any questions for me? I don't know, flipping Ooh, the interview on yeah. me. Tables have turned. Yes. Has there been uh, something that Gia has introduced to you that is not BTS that you thought was cool? Or yes. anything in general? For Korean culture or K- like just Korean music? Either. Uh, Korean culture, definitely the food. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not the best at dealing with spicy food. But you're getting better. I'm getting better. When I went to go visit Gia's parents for the first time in Korea back in 2015, uh, yeah, 15, um, one of our first meals was very delicious, but there was a, <laughs> a few dishes that had spicy food and I did not want to leave a bad impression. So <laughs> I took it. I just bared it. I, my mouth was, I, it was delicious, but my mouth was burning and I had a like, a nervous but like smile you know that face you get when you're trying to bear something oh, but yeah, yeah. throughout the week while i was there or i was there for two weeks i can't remember while i was there i did end up enjoying the food and getting used to it i even ate live octopus Ooh. well not live like but you cut it off and then the soy sauce uh which is uh it activates the nerves which just make the tentacles move <laughs> and i ate it and it was delicious. You just have to really chew it well or else it will get stuck in your throat and you could choke and die. I can't do that. It's it's definitely I'm an gonna experience. I'm going to be the 1% of people that, that dies from that. I know it. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to music, yes, she did introduce me to a lot of K-pop. But also, like I was saying, that one who did the opera. Mm-hmm. And since I'm a music producer and I love anything to do with audio... It was so mesmerizing, and mm. I was just looking for the harmonization when they had duos. Ooh, here's and- a question for you. Oh yeah. As a producer, you know what do you what do you think of mainstream K-pop songs that you've heard? I actually really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I enjoy the mainstream K-pop scene more than the mainstream hip hop scene here in the West. Mm. When I say the mainstream hip hop. Um, Yes, there's some aspects I do like, um, but I do feel like the K-pop community right now that's popular is a little bit reminiscent from the late 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, I'm really digging that right now. Which is something that I grew up with and I really enjoyed. And yeah, yeah, for me, I enjoy K-pop and the harmonization and the melody. Mm -hmm. And as a producer, watching how they produce it and of course there's autotune, but I'm still learning about that, but the idea is it's beautiful for me and 
Gia explains the lyrics. Yeah. All yeah. to me. You have your own personal translator. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so speaking about you love K-pop, it's one of your hobbies. Have you introduced it to your husband, Josh? Oh, yeah. Yeah? He actually learned, he tried to learn uh, Beast Dance. Beast is uh, the name of a group. And you tried to learn one specific dance? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's like the easiest, but it's it's more like of a dance that you do with your feet. If anybody is curious, he tried to learn uh, Beast Fiction. <laughs> beast Fiction. So look at that up on YouTube and you'll see Josh. Yeah. Just Steph will be recording him. And, and I think uh, he likes BTS. Okay. He's interested when I showed him like videos like Not Today and Fire, like the dance videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Has Have you ever introduced K-pop to anybody else uh, to help them cope with life or just get a d- different perspective on music and because since it helped it mm-hmm. helped you uh, have you have you shown it to a surprisingly, friend surprisingly no <laughs> so it's more of a thing you keep for yourself you don't yeah. really want to share it with other, well not share it with others you're doing that right now but i mean you're not out in the street saying k-pop k-pop k-pop, k-pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're yeah. more like if you're talking about music you'll mention it I, yeah and uh i think like two of my friends also listen to korean music so oh, okay it's easy to talk to them, like sort of relegate my mm-hmm. obsession to them. And then, you know, I'll talk with uh, my other friends about other things. Okay. Yeah. I never really introduced K-pop to anybody. So on a normal day, how much Korean music would you listen to? Number of songs. <laughs> a lot. I listen to it when I'm cooking. Okay. Do you have like a, <laughs> when it comes to cooking and K-pop, do you have like, what's, what's your style of, uh, Korean music to listen to? Is uh, lately, it like aggressive or like happy cooking? Lately it's just been BTS because uh, I listened to the new album. Mm-hmm. But what has it been before? Probably like something from one of my random playlists. <laughs> do you get really into it like as if uh, it's BTS? You try to do some dance moves while nah, you're flipping the no egg? No dance moves, just no. singing along. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the type that I try to dance when I'm cooking. Uh, it's not as productive and of course I can't dance, but Yes, get, you can dance. Yeah. Well, actually, speaking about dancing, at our wedding, if you remember, we played uh, Gundam Style. Yeah. I jammed out to that one. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I was good, I would guess. <laughs> but that's the only K-pop dance move I know so far. I try to mimic what my wife does. <laughs> but hopefully one day I'll get better. But uh, so, yeah. So there you have it. Another body with a hobby. I'm your host, Alex, and thank you, Steph, for joining me on this show. Thank Um, you for having me. (laughs) uh, Is there any way people can find you, or you just want to still remain within the clouds and anonymous and just let this be their only way to uh, learn about? I'll I'll be a mystery for now. There you go. She's a mystery. (laughs) If you want to learn more about Steph, just listen to this podcast over and over again and do the Da Vinci Code. and sweet voice. Exactly. And just learn more about her. (laughs) If you would like to be on the show or have any questions, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. So until next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.